lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And Happy New Year. We are back in the saddle again. It's been too long, although for some of you, probably not long enough. That's right. They let us back on. And frankly, I'm I'm every bit as shocked as most of you are disappointed. Greetings and welcome to a brand new year. 2021 is underway and we are the Steve Dace Show. That would be me. I am Steve Dace, Aaron McIntyre. He is our producer. Todd Erzin is the show booker and editor. They are here with us as well. And now you can join us too. Let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Over on Parler at Steve Dace. That's the free speech alternative to Twitter. You can check us out on MeWe. That's the free speech alternative to Facebook, which right now I'm, I'm flattered. When we left, guys, they were only crushing my traffic by 52 percent and facebook apparently i became more dangerous on my vacation we're now at 70 percent of my traffic getting crushed according to facebook and props to them for just outright telling me this in the analytics by the way remember that that's an upgrade right i mean a couple years ago when we noticed they were crushing us and we had to kind of dig through all this information and figure it out on our own you guys remember that i do that was fun now they're just flat out saying hey we're we're just we're crushing you we're taking 70 percent of your traffic away Take the game, not the player. I can respect that, right? So check us out on MeWe. That is, just look for Steve Dace there. That's the free speech alternative to Facebook. Also, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Steve Dace. And if you've not gotten your copy yet, wow, we, we sold out of all of our copies of A Nefarious Carol prior to Christmas. That frustrated many of you as well as me. But the good news is, it is back in stock. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I've been waiting. I've, I've gotten emails from scores of you that didn't want to do business with, business with Amazon, so they went to Barnes & Noble instead and are even more frustrated. I, I, I wouldn't even try to use them anymore. I'm still, I don't even have my author copies yet. Like, you guys are frustrated. You bought it and didn't get your copy yet. Um, yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> And I don't have my author copies yet because they were supposed to come from the warehouse at Barnes and Noble. So my advice, if you want your copy of A Nefarious Carol, the sequel to my 2016 book, A Nefarious Plot, that we're turning into a movie this year, uh, it is fully now back in stock again as we speak over at Amazon.com. The the reviews are pouring in. Thank you very much. Let's keep those reviews coming. Uh, especially the five-star ones, but you can now get your copy of A Nefarious Carol right now at Amazon.com. They're back and they're fully in stock. Thanks to all of you that did your part to make sure the Dace children will have a Christmas next year. You did it. You did it. Let's keep doing it though. I mean, there's there's the following Christmas and I, I don't have any other ideas for books. So let's just make a down payment on 2022 while we're at it. Amen? Amen. There you go. I know you're riding those coattails, coat right? baby. Yeah, there you go. You know, I've been riding the coattails of Built Bar all last year and I'm, I'm riding them into the new year because this was like, it was literally one of the best things of 2020, which seems like a really terrible compliment because it wasn't a long list of competitors. But... 
On the few bright spots of 2020, Built Bar was one of them. This is the time of year a lot of us decide let's get more serious about our health, right? I'm telling you, this is the, this is the best protein bar you have ever had. Uh, over 20 varieties of flavors all covered in chocolate the brand new white chocolate line is phenomenal get the white chocolate sea salt caramel if you can Uh, this is better than a lot of candy bars you've had and a heck of a lot healthier less than 200 calories in every one up to 20 grams of protein in every one less less than five grams of sugar and three grams of carbs in every one and it's easy on the tummy as well and you know that's important to me all right so get your built bar b-u-i-l-t builtbar.com is the only place you can get them right now use my last name dace as the promo code that's D-E-A-C-E. Get 20% off your first order right now at BuiltBar.com. All right, it's our first show of the year. So we have a tone to set here today. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we will unveil this year's show motto slash theme slash vision. We have actually gotten quite a few suggestions from people. I like that though. Now that now the people are actually chiming in, that's kind of cool. But we will unveil the theme of this show for 2021 coming up at the bottom of the hour. Next hour, I have gazed into the crystal ball and I'm telling you this is this is the the hardest I've ever had to work to come up with 10 predictions for the new year. Because we're we're just living in a time right now where a lot of even fixed standards are are in a they're in upheaval. I mean, I think you just summed it up right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. Yeah, and so on one hand, I'm trying to factor in that reality while also making predictions that don't make it look like I've lost my grip on reality at the exact same time, right? So how do you how do you balance um, that? Well, we're going to find out next hour. I will unveil my top 10 predictions for 2021. But before we get to all of that, here is Aaron's rundown for the first time this year of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by the 369th day of 2020. Being that this is the first show and thus the first montage of the new year, we think it's a pretty good idea to start things out with a prayer. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. Amen. And a woman. That's Representative Emanuel Cleaver from Missouri, a United Methodist clergyman, opening Congress with a prayer to an unnamed monotheistic god and the Hindu god Brahma, while closing the prayer saying, Amen and a woman. Amen is a Latin word for so be it and has nothing to do with gender, but this year's off to a great start. We'll move on to what most people have been talking about in the political world over the last few days. Senators Ted Cruz, along with Senators Johnson, Link for Danes, Kennedy, Blackburn, Braun, Senators-elect Lummis, Marshall, Haggerty, and Tuberville announced over the weekend that they'll be voting to reject the electors from disputed states in the 2020 election until a 10-day audit is completed looking into allegations of voter fraud in those states. Predictably, that ticked off the normal cast of characters as Republican senators led by Mitt Romney over the weekend blasted the last-ditch attempt to validate and put trust in the election. Elsewhere on Capitol Hill, when Democrats aren't praying gender-neutral prayers to Hindu gods. Republicans are crying for unity with these people. Meet Alaska Representative Don Young. 
it's time we hold hands and talk to one another. And Madam Speaker, I say this with all sincerity, you will be the Speaker of the House not of a party. Looking to Georgia, the latest Real Clear Politics polling average for tomorrow's Senate runoff shows Republicans David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler losing to Democrat candidates John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, respectively. Yes, that's this Raphael Warnock. No matter what happens next month, more than a third of the nation that would go along with this is reason to be afraid. America needs to repent for its worship of whiteness on, on full display. Coronavirus news. White House Coronavirus Task Force fearmonger Dr. Deborah Burks indicated she's planning to retire when the transition to a Joe Biden administration is complete. After it was revealed, she traveled with four generations of her household to one of their homes for Thanksgiving, violating her own guidelines. The CDC has reported a record low number of positive flu tests for the country. In week 51 of 2020, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's FluView data monitoring system 36 positive flu tests were documented. This marks a steep decrease from last year's total of 7,703 cases during the same time frame. The positivity rate has sharply declined this calendar year as only 0.1% of tests taken this year came back positive. The five-year average is 15.8% positive. Meanwhile, Dr. Anthony Fauci has floated the possibility of mandatory COVID vaccines. In an interview with Newsweek, Fauci said, quote, Everything will be on the table for discussion, end quote. When asked if he'll be discussing the possibility of introducing COVID-19 vaccine passports and potential mandatory vaccinations at the local level, including schools, in his role as chief medical advisor to Biden. Checking in on masks, we'll look at Denmark now. According to researcher Ian Miller, with data from the World Health Organization, Denmark imposed a mask mandate on all indoor spaces on October 29th. Since that time, they've seen daily deaths from the virus increase 800%. Left-wing activists posing as journalist Kurt Eichenwald tweets, It's at a moment like this I want to find an anti-masker and beat them to death. Since they believe they have the right to kill others, they have surrendered any right to object. Visigoth update. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler has finally denounced Antifa. It took only about seven months and came after yet another violent riot on New Year's Eve in Portland. My good faith efforts at de-escalation have been met with ongoing violence and even scorn from radical Antifa and anarchists. And finally, this. This is the point of the montage when I share something a little lighter, funny, a joke. Well, what you're about to see is probably the biggest joke of the 21st century. This is Wuhan, China on New Year's Eve. Packed streets, revelers, celebrations. The actual Chinese New Year is until February 12th. Make of that what you will, but it's hilarious if your name is Xi Jinping. And that's what happened while we were away. The more things change, the worse they get. Right? Those of you that think 2021 is going to be better. Aaron's Montage is brought to you by Keeps. Hey, have you noticed your hair isn't looking as full as it used to? Well, yeah, that's no fun. And there's a couple of options on the table. You can go to your doctor for a hair loss treatment prescription, then visit the pharmacy and try not to go broke as you are trying not to go bald. Or how about the less expensive and more convenient option? That sounds good, right? Um, you can get the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment from Keeps, but... 
they offer the generic versions for about half the cost. So there's the savings. What about the convenience? It's all done online. Just do it at your house. Um, Answer a few questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and then a licensed doctor will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you that's shipped directly to your door. So why make unnecessary trips when you can just do it all online and get even cheaper through Keeps? And they'll make it cheaper even once more. Half off your first order, just to get you started. Half off. So big savings all the time, and then even bigger savings for the first time. When you go to keeps.com slash grow, that's K-E-E-P-S for keeps.com slash grow. We're going to discuss the overt- in the overtime today, the Georgia runoff tomorrow. And whatever the hell a Lynn Wood is, he should change his name to Goldenstein, if you know the literary reference I am making. Or maybe, better yet, Russian collusion. He can change his name to that. Because he has become the built-in excuse for if, David, I'd rather make deals with Joe Biden, Purdue, and Kelly. Uh, what's a veto override? Loeffler, never heard of it. Uh, if they happen to lose tomorrow. Uh, he's the built-in excuse for it, and we're going to discuss that in the overtime today. You can subscribe right now to make sure that you don't miss out. Go to blazetv.com slash dace, that's D-E-A-C-E, and get a discounted subscription today so that you get the overtime and all of the exclusive content we do each and every day right here at Blaze TV. That's blazetv.com slash dace. All right, we could probably do seven shows off of what's just an Aaron's montage. Like we could do an entire show where we just seethe and froth at the mouth in real time, watching Wuhan, China in mass, no social distancing, celebrating New Year's Eve, right? You had me at seething. Yeah, we could just do the whole show at two hours where we're just seething, watching that video on loop, right? Absolutely. That would be a show. There's a million other topics on the show Uh, that we could get to out of the montage. But many of them are topics that we're going to be discussing, I think, for the foreseeable future. I want to open up this morning talking about a topic that is of imminent importance. Preeminent um, from a priority standpoint, and then imminent from a timing standpoint. A big debate has emerged on the right in the last few days about whether to certify the electors or not. Some of those that are against the effort to not certify the electors are some of my best friends. I'm not going to either change my opinion. I think you've learned that about me by now. I don't mind being the only one in the room. I I really don't. I don't care. If I think I'm right, you can line up 57, 97. You guys know this about me. You guys work with me every day. Has there ever been a time you've won an argument with me? And you guys have won arguments with me, right? You've won arguments. Well, that's why you have us around in part. Yeah. But have you ever won an argument by saying, but so-and-so says this? Does does that ever work? No. I don't care. It just, it doesn't move me at all. Throw my wife out there. I, I don't care. I don't. Okay, that doesn't work for me. I, I want to know what the objective truth is, not who the subjective character witness for someone's view of the truth is, right? Absolutely. So that won't work on me, number one. But number two, 
I also won't tolerate watching their characters impugned as we speak because some of them are some of the finest people I know. Some of them have gone to the mattresses for us in other times when we've asked them to do that. I don't agree with them here. And in a moment, I'm going to explain why I don't. And I'm going to share with you what I've shared with them directly to them privately. But as Todd is fond of quoting, our list of allies grows thin, Aragorn. This is a time to both thin the herd of who's not really with us, but then not be very anxious about casting out people who have shown in the past that they are with us. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You better be willing to do both at the same time. Like if someone's not willing to stand and be counted tomorrow and it just fits the motif of where they have been most of their career, cast them out. Where there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth, we do not know them. Right? Yes. But if someone who has gone to the wall for us in the past and more times than not, just doesn't happen to agree that this is the moment to do so. They may be right. They may be wrong. But what they should not be either way is an object of scorn, chastisement, shunning, or ridicule. And, and maybe I'm a little sensitive to this. You know, we're commanded to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. I had my career stunted, shunned, threatened, because I told the truth about Mitt Romney that everybody wants to tell now. Including by some big names. Had the same thing happen to me four years ago when I didn't support Donald Trump for president. When I went all the way to the floor of the convention to stop him from being the nominee. What I'm about to share is, is what I believe is true. Has nothing to do with Donald Trump the person. Or even my thoughts of him as a president. I've even had friends of mine in the last few days question my own integrity and motivations for what I'm about to share with you. The truth of the matter is, my life would be so much better on a professional level if Donald Trump had never ran for president, never won the presidency. I mean, by golly. Look where I'm at now professionally. Where do you think I would have been if Ted Cruz was inaugurated in January of 2017? Where would I be then? It'd be all those coattails I like. No doubt. It'd be big. How about if Trump had won the nomination but then not won in 2016? The last four years, we would have sat here playing Kingmaker in Iowa, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, what would that have done to our exposure? Sure. How many subscriptions, clicks would we have garnered? It's undeniable. How many more books would we have sold? My last book prior to A Nefarious Carol, uh, tr Truth Bombs, we outsold that book with Nefari Nefarious Carol in like a week. We actually think we actually outsold it in just pre-sales. The truth of the matter is also, my career is benefited if Donald Trump is not here for a second term. Like if you're trying to do a movie about a satanic takeover of America, what do you think is the better takeoff? Having the guy in the White House that 80% of evangelicals voted for, not once but twice? Or having the guy in the White House who's the fake Catholic from the political party that tried to misgender the word amen? What do you think is more likely going to be the environment conducive for such a movie, Todd? Which one do you think it is? Gosh, that's a tough one, Steve. Indeed. So great. I, I have gotten nothing other than some good policies far better than I thought I was going to get. But on a professional level? 
by golly, guys, I've got nothing but heartburn from Donald Trump for the last five years. I may have made the dumbest career decision ever by not supporting him and taking a job <laughs> when, when I, I could have gotten in on the ground floor of this thing. All right. Then I fought his nomination. Then I fought his election. I mean, guys, I have gained nothing on a professional level from the Trump era at all. I spent most of this last year arguing against him and his own task force on this show every day, right? Yes. How many, how many days in a row do we do that show? I mean, when, when Trump went after Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia for reopening his state, did I side with Trump or Kemp? I sided with Kemp. So I, I have nothing to gain by this. Nothing. All the incentive that I have on a personal level is to sit back here, do nothing, and let the system run you and Trump over, and then Pontius pilot this thing, have none of it on my hands, and then show up when he's gone and say, now's the time for me to cash in. That, that, that would be really, if I was driven by, by ego or um, career advancement, that would be the tactic I would take. But really, I'm driven by this, this slogan we have over my shoulder most days. I, I just want to know what the truth is. And you guys are here every day, and you know that too. Man, that which is mean why I, we're here, that's yes. why you're, that, that doesn't mean I don't have an ego or any of those things, but ultimately, I just want to know what the truth is. And I just want to know, what the hell were the 4 a.m. voter dumps? And I don't think it makes me a terrible person or a political whore or some kind of cult of Trumpist, a cultist of Trump. I just want to know... Can I trust 4 a.m. vote dumps? Because I'm going to probably be seeing them as an American and as a conservative for the rest of yes. my career, given the precedent that's been established. That question is vitally important no matter who that's really exactly right. won this election. That's exactly right. That's all I want to know. That's all. I don't care. Linwood and, 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 and uh, you know, Rodwood and Jim Wood and your Wood. Okay. And I, I, I just want to know, are, can we trust 4 a.m. vote drops? through mail drop boxes. That's all I want to know. And I think I'm entitled as an American to know the answer to that. So to my conservative friends who are arguing against not certifying this election, I want to briefly tackle the three objections I have heard from them privately for the last few days. And this is the first one, that it sets a dangerous precedent. This is, with all due respect to all of you, you're just naive. Whatever decorums, and I've told them this to their faces, whatever decorums you think you're clinging to, the Democratic Party has already desecrated them, a woman. Yes. They've already been dis desecrated in the prayer of Gaia. They're all desecrated. And if you can think of one that they haven't urinated on yet, they're whipping it out as we speak. This is naivete. This is like arguing the, the, the nuances of maritime law while Pickett is about to charge at Gettysburg. Too late. You're too late for this. You're too late. There are no dangerous precedents to set with people who don't know what a gender is, what a child is, what a border is, what a science is, what a law is, what a word is, who God is. There are no precedents left to be set. They have already set them all. You're in this position because there aren't any dangerous precedents to set. This isn't about decorum. This position is frankly 
naive. You're Frank Drebin. Nothing to see here. You're the guy on MSNBC. You know, these are pretty peaceful protests while the Molotov cocktails are launching in real time. It's like Luke Skywalker trying to argue with Mon Mothma right after the Death Star blew up Alderaan. We can't we can't destroy the Death Star. That set a dangerous precedent. That's right. I mean, I mean, they might blow up more. They they might blow up more planets if we do that. This is a zero sum game now. And if you can't accept that, you're probably in the wrong game for a long time. I couldn't accept it either. And then I finally just had to accept that the enemy is who they say they are. I had to take them at face value. I didn't want to believe it either. So I'm sympathetic to you because I know what it means. I know what it means when we accept the opposition is being honest about who they are and their intentions. I know what it means. It means it's a zero sum game. It's a zero sum game. The second objection I've heard is that this violates federalism in the Constitution. You know, Jesus once said, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Now, the Sabbath was a holy writ. It was a commandment of God. But Jesus was pointing out that the laws were made for man, not man for the law. The Sabbath was put in place so that we would have not just a day of physical rest from the toil of what life is like this side of Eden, but also we could spiritually reflect on the good things that God has done for us in the midst of that suffering. It was for us. The law was for us, not us for the law. We weren't made for it. That's my point about the Constitution The Constitution was made by the people, not instead of the people. It begins with the words, we the people. If the 12th Amendment, which is just an amendment about the process of counting electors, if the 12th Amendment cannot withstand 4 a.m. vote drops, then the issue isn't, let's hold on to the final codicil and syllable of the 12th Amendment. The issue is, can we count on those 4 a.m. vote drops? The Constitution is a social compact. It is not holy writ. When the British monarchy violated the social compact with the colonials, did they obey the compact? Or did they then consider it null and void? Not to mention... It's funny that a lot of you have said nothing when federal judges have just trampled all over state attempts to clean up election laws. Then it's not federalism. So it's federalism when we try to do something, but when the courts do something to us at the state level, then we just have to take it. I'll take how you're going to lose every culture war ever for $1,000, Alex. You're straining a gnat to swallow a camel here. There's a larger principle at play. Can we trust the process by which people are elected into office? That's more important than the 12th Amendment, the First Amendment, the Constitution. Because the people are more important. The people reign. The people are preeminent. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. You have it backwards. Thirdly, I've heard there is no voter fraud. Then what is your harmless explanation 
for why a handful of counties didn't know how to use the Postal Service and dropped all those votes off. Well, Trump's not made a compelling case. I don't care. You know, just because a defendant in a murder trial has a terrible lawyer and couldn't afford better than a public defender doesn't mean they're guilty of the crime, does it? Right. Does not. That's why we have juries. Juries were put in there by the founders to nullify in case such circumstances occurred. I don't know why this was outsourced to Rudy Giuliani and all these people, and I don't care. All I want to know is, and all, all of you should want to know, is a simple question. What were those 4 a.m. vote drops? On December 14th, my mom sent me a package for two-day delivery from the U.S. Postal Service. It arrived 17 days later on December the 31st. It's a simple question. Do you trust the same people that will violate every morsel of the Constitution to be on the up and up about 4 a.m. vote drops? I don't. And neither should you. When we come, when we come back, our vision and motto for 2021. Stay tuned. the average american has almost 100 points they can add to their credit score but no idea how to acquire those i mean those would come in handy right you want to get that new uh, car loan home loan business loan or you want better terms uh and interest rates if you even can get approved for those loans right now that's where credit uh, score master comes in it is the new credit science that helps you super boost your credit score we're not talking about just a few points here in fact the average score master user can raise their credit score about 60 points in about three weeks or less because they put all the power the knowledge in your hands they can explicitly show you an easily readable digestible information here's why you have the score you have and then can help with that same kind of transparency, get to the score you want and how long. Here's what you need to do, all right? Enroll in minutes. See how many plus points that ScoreMaster can add to your credit score when you visit scoremaster.com slash Steve. That's scoremaster.com slash Steve. I want to put a bow on the conversation we just had before we announce what the show motto theme for the year is. Every effort, every effort should be made to find out the credibility of those overnight vote dumps, to verify whether or not dead people, illegal aliens voted. Why? Here's the thing. Those of you that are concerned that we will blow up federalism and dissolve the union, a lack of credibility in our elections will dissolve the union instantly. And federalism just becomes a blog. The integrity of elections matters more than painstaking devotion to a document as much as I love it, but is not wholly writ, is amendable. The people who wrote it actually amended it then right away. And by the way, in the arena of ideas and in the cultural battlefield, our enemy just ignores anyway. 
just ignores anyway. If we don't get to the bottom of that, that is that that's the prime directive. The last thing holding us together from clashing in the streets is the election process. If it can no longer be trusted and people don't get some closure and answers, you know what the Georgia Secretary of State should have done instead of secretly recording the President of the United States and then leaking it to the Washington Post? Maybe should have done a damn signature audit of every single application and mail-in vote in Fulton County, Georgia, 40 days ago. Do that instead. Actually show up once to testify in person at the Georgia State Legislature. Do that instead. I know there is a pocket of you that just want Donald Trump gone. And you're afraid, frankly, that the people are rising up and that may not happen now. Just let the truth out. Let's let the truth have its day. Let's let the truth, let's not hide behind processes and precedents that don't matter anymore. Let's let the truth be its own reward. What is the truth? The people deserve to know this. What's going on right now is bigger than Donald Trump. We've had not one but two mass rallies for Trump beyond what he, this, the people did themselves beyond what he was capable of doing, even with the crowds he can draw. We've not seen the president actually go to the mattresses. He's largely been unseen and unheard from the last few weeks. The people are doing this on their own. If what Ted Cruz and Josh Halley were doing was strictly to kiss up to Donald Trump, they'd have done it weeks ago. I haven't talked to Ted Cruz in the last couple of weeks, but I think I know him well enough to know one of the reasons he's doing what he's doing is what's going to happen in Georgia tomorrow. That he probably got complete useless Republicans like Steve Daines to sign on to this because he showed them we're going to lose this in Georgia tomorrow. If we don't show our people, we're serious about this. And he's right. The people are rising up. I know some of you would prefer they would have risen up earlier or for a more principled man. That's irrelevant. These are our people. They're finally pushing back on a system we've wanted them to push back on and have encouraged them to for how many years now? And now at the moment that they're going to finally do it, some of my friends are going to say, Read the room. Don't miss the moment. This is bigger than Trump. Because as I've said all along, those vote drops, the dead people, the illegal aliens. Well, Steve, I mean, he's just a uniquely polarizing personality. That's why the turnout models don't work. And you've got anomalies like winning 15 house seats while he loses by four plus million votes. What will be the excuse next time when they do it to your nice guy Christian statesman, when they do it to him? What will we say then? 
I'm sure they'll say, well, you know, this guy, this guy retweeted David French a few times. So let's not have vote drops in Philadelphia and Atlanta and Milwaukee, right? That's what they'll do. Yeah. Don't think him. Then this guy was honest. I mean, this guy kept this guy kept the slate clean. So we're gonna run this one honestly. Come on, man. There may not be voter fraud here. Maybe there's not. But don't we deserve to know? Because I think we do. And as afraid as you are of the precedent of the cost it will take to find out, I'm far more afraid, as I think you should be, of the cost if we don't. You want to keep this union together? Make sure people know this system is on the up and up and can be trusted. Because I don't blame people at all who think, you know, I, I don't know that I count people... I want to trust the people who think that men can have a period and a uterus and told me that I could get COVID at my family business, but I couldn't get it at every Walmart in America this past year. I don't know if I really trust them that all those 4 a.m. vote drops were on the up and up. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because let me tell you what the next step is if you take the election process away. If we let these leftists erode every last institution, which they already have, down to the process of elections itself, you want to know what the next one is? Because the history books tell us what the next step is. I'd prefer not to go to that next step, man. But we are this close to it. Let's just let the truth have its way. Let the truth out. Let's have an audit. Let's just have the truth for once in this country. Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Was it the guy on the grassy knoll? Do we have aliens, illegal or extraterrestrial? Did James Earl Ray act alone? How did Muhammad Atta get into the country? How did Osama bin Laden get out? Right, all these, all these questions we have all the time, right? Right. Maybe just once, just once here in the United States of America, maybe once, we can try a new way. Let's try the truth. Let's just try it. We might like it. It might not be the answer we want. Maybe Donald Trump is that uniquely polarizing. Maybe he is. But wouldn't you like to know? Moreover, you deserve to know. Can I say something quick? Absolutely. You don't have to stand in this gap all alone. And remember, on the show, I can say as much or as little as I want to on or air or off air to Steve. So this is not, there's nothing planned about this. You know this by now. But I, once again, now, 
I knew the rough outlines of what we were going to say today. But again, I've never been prouder to be on this show because when it's the toughest, we refuse to fall for the scam of simply not accepting reality for what it is and wishing it were something else. This is Gandalf and Frodo talking. I wish I wasn't uh, called for this. And uh, Gandalf tells him, that's not for us to wish. It's for us to do as much with the time that we have. There's no way to come out clean on the other side in all this. You're going to get dirty. And way too many of you keep wishing that those shoes will keep be spit-shined. That's a silly, juvenile, childish wish. As Steve said, it's naive. Forget Donald Trump for one second. On the left, on the right, it's the shiniest of all idols. Do you believe in the truth or not? Steve, he's absolutely right. And I believe, I believe it's worse. He keeps thinking we're saying that we're this close. I'm not willing to be that hopeful. I think we're already over. I don't think we have a country anymore. I think it is a civil war. But whatever you do, stop thinking. 2021, it's just going to be better because we're better than this. No, you're not. And no, it isn't. There's one way. 2021 could be better than this one way well revival so i guess there's a second way but revival or bust is like the permanent yes default mechanism slogan setting for this show right at all times at all times and we have been for years we were before you guys even came to work here this has been a revival or bust program so that goes without saying that's our meta on this show revival or bust is our meta but what about for our now, for this year? Short of revival, there is another path for 2021 to be better than 2020. But I believe unless we take this path, there's no way that's going to occur. And when we were discussing as a, as a team this year, we, we didn't want a show theme that restated what we already knew. Or, or said another way that this was even worse than we already thought. It's time for something empowering. The question I have been asked more than any in the last year, what do we do? What do we do? And I think it's time we start answering it here on our show. Our theme, our vision, and our motto for 2021 is this. The answer is us. The answer is us. You run for school board. You run for state house. You open your business. You open your church. Better yet, we run for school board. We run for state house. We open our businesses. We open our churches. They can't arrest us all. They can't ban us all. I don't want to see any more videos of one brave woman up against a dude who hasn't picked his teeth up off the floor in far too long defying a mask mandate. It's now time to see 20 men and women 
standing together in unison in that store doing it together. We the people, we're better together. Where two or more are gathered in my name, a triple braided cord is tougher to break. The answer is us. It is time now for us to fulfill the rendezvous with destiny that our generation has. Every generation has to renew this commitment. To preserve this, the last best hope for freedom and liberty on this planet, this side of heaven. For us to renew the commitment to pledge our lives, fortunes, and sacred honors. Do we mean it? I will no longer be reading or accepting any more emails. I'm stuck in my home. I will just delete them. I won't even talk about them. I will only be reading and sharing emails. Here's what my community did to say no to all of this. The time has come. We are the people we have been waiting for. The answer is us. I don't mean that in a humanistic sense. But how will they hear the word if there is no one to preach it to them? God sends us human instruments. Why? Because we're humans. Do you believe in the priesthood of every believer or not? Do you believe you are a citizen and not a subject or not? Do you believe that here the people rule or not? Do we believe all of those things? So our theme this year that we will continue to hammer until what was made wrong has been made right is that the answer is us. This all will not end until we make it end and not a moment sooner. The answer is us. Gentlemen, your thoughts. I said my piece here and I'd love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I, I love this theme. We were we were thinking about a few other uh, themes for the show as well, and I just wasn't sitting sitting right with me. I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But here's the reality: there's not there's not anything hardly good happening within the realms that we talk about on this show every single day. There's nothing good. And when we're constantly barraged with this message of, uh, or just the news, really, it, it can be deflate. I mean, it, it's deflating. It's defeating. Um, even if you want to say, you know, you, you got to buck up and go back out. It is defeating. So this is, this is a show theme that is challenging in every which way. But it's also, as you said, Steve, empowering. What can we do? What can I do? That's what the that's what this is all about. No more complaining, only doing. That's what it's about. We'll come back with hour two. We will gaze into the crystal ball. What awaits for the next 12 months? I'll make some predictions and go on the record next. with hour two live and on demand here on blaze tv radio and podcast in case you missed it we just announced our 2021 show motto theme vision the answer 
is us. It's time for us now, we the people, time for us to assert our authority, take our power back and claim the liberty that is rightfully ours. That is something we're going to be talking about a lot this year. How do we do this stuff now? What do we do? We're going to answer that question on this show predominantly throughout the course of the year. Let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Check out our free speech alternative pages on me, we at Steve Dace. Follow me on Parlor at Steve Dace as well. Last name is D-E-A-C-E. And then you can also check out our new YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Steve Dace. If you're a podcast listener to the show, happy new year to you. If you haven't done this yet in the, the previous year, please do it in the new one. Now leave us a five-star review. And if you like the show, that is. If you don't, maybe just kind of keep that on the down low. Uh, and then hit that subscribe button if you haven't done that yet for us as well. Because the more of those two things that happen for the show, the more it helps the show to grow. And we want to thank all of you that have done those two things things for us already this portion of the show brought to you by our friends over at omega xl whether it's back knees neck or shoulder pain the underlying cause unless you have a severe or real malady right like if you broke a leg and that's why your leg hurts you need to go see a doctor know what i'm saying okay short of that short of an injury okay Often the underlying cause for that pain is what's called inflammation. And if you don't defeat inflammation, it can cause permanent damage. That's where our friends at Omega XL come in, backed by 35 years of clinical research. Uh, Omega XL attacks the inflammation that's causing your pain. I use this product as part of my daily health regimen as well. I mean, listen, pain relievers, topical uh, rubs, they, those can mask the problem. But Omega XL will help neutralize the inflammation that is causing those painful, stiff joints and muscles. If you want to get started, get your new year started off right by dealing with that inflammation that is doing you wrong. Uh, you can order Omega XL now and get a second bottle for free. That's buy one, get one free when you visit Omega XL dot com slash steve that's omega xl.com slash steve omega xl.com slash steve or if you're old school call 800-844-4888 800-844-4888 so gentlemen let's let's go back to the first show of 2020 And it's the tradition every year we do my 10 predictions of the new year on the first show of the year, right? Yes. And, and as best as you guys can, put yourselves in the frame of mind you were coming off of Christmas break 2019. Aaron had just gotten married, right? That's correct. Okay. We're gearing up for the Iowa caucuses coming in here, right? Right. And that's a free-for-all. And is it going to be Pete Buttigieg coming up from the rear? <laughs> that was for you, that, Aaron. That, I needed help getting in the frame of mind. You just did it. I'm there. there I'm yeah, parked. I, I did it before Aaron was about to, right? Or was he going to come from behind? I got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, but uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, would they steal it from him again? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, Joe Biden, is he a traveling mausoleum? Right. I mean, these were the things we were talking about. Yes. And we discussed whether this what Trump's election strategy would be for the reelect. Um, 
Would it just be, hey, what arguments do I need to make to carve to get me to my path of 270? Would we have a grand debate about the future, more of an existential kind of election with the Democrats going harder and harder left? These were all things we talked about um, heading into last year, right? Yes. Okay. And then suppose after we set that stage and everything else, I'm like, guys, you ready? Here's this year's top 10 predictions. And I throw out there, um, we're going to have 40 million new people unemployed. Um, I, I throw out there, you won't be able to go literally almost anywhere in America without a Chinese face diaper on your face. I, I throw out there that after decades of saying no way, no how to the Democratic Party about the scam of mail-in voting, it will be Republican legislatures in places like Wisconsin and Michigan that will just unilaterally put it in place. And in Georgia, of all places, where Stacey Abrams was still claiming to be the rightful governor of the state, right? The same Georgia governor that defeated her by over 50,000 votes was going to permit you to just vote via drop boxes. That the U.S. government was going to confirm UFOs are for real. That you would not end up seeing a single major motion picture at the box office until Christmas Day. There wouldn't be a Marvel movie. I could go on and on. But can you guys only imagine? See if you can do that. If I rolled out here and those were my predictions, that Donald Trump in an election year would hand his, that guy would hand his presidency over to an unelected fiendish little potentate no one had ever heard of. And he would essentially just be America's dictator for the for three to four months. If I would have made these predictions at the start of last year, and I'm like, guys, I'm I'm dead serious about all this. Your reactions would have been what? Listen, I'm Mr. Crazy Voices in your head, and that was before 2020, but even then I would think, well, Steve, I think you're getting a little bored with your job. I think your level of interest in prognostication uh, and calling your shot has crescendoed to an unhealthy point. Don't do meth! Yeah. I'd have thought that. I would have, but... Here's I'm, one of my mantras is the status quo is the status quo until it isn't anymore. And that's the corner we turned in 2020. It's while whatever I think of what you would have said about that then, if I have, and, and I don't, but if I or any of you have the same instincts now about, and eh, that's a, a bit too a bridge too far you simply are not accepting the reality you live in as as a, a guy named steve dace once said the ground is bad 
I do actually remember kind of the shoes I was in last year on this show day. I remember looking through your predictions and your crystal ball for the coming year. And I do remember thinking, man, there's just like the the kind of the correlated parlays that you had within those predictions. I thought the first leg of that was already kind of zany and crazy. I can't remember what it was oh, in total, though. I thought I thought your predictions last year were kind of out there. Like there's no way that like more than half of these can be true. What turned out to happen was even crazier than those predictions themselves. Yep. And now this year, um, just to give you a frame of reference, even if this year's predictions, a version of that would have happened last year, I would have said, yeah, there's a good chance of any of these happening. Um, But I I, I think, I I think, you know, what is that? Truth is stranger than fiction. Mm -hmm. Here we are. I remember trying to come up with last year's predictions and I remember come I got a ton maybe has a bit of a point on listening to the crazy voices in your head. I mean, we just it we 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 called game on the molar probe only to find out it had nothing, right? Right. And we went through this 3-year masquerade, okay? Um I I mean I remember thinking wow. Um, there's just no way I love Dan Bongino to death. I, I just, I remember thinking that there's no way he's right that this whole thing's a scam. Like we would even have these conversations like privately, right? We're like, some of this has got to be, they've got something, right? Yeah. Well, you said multiple times, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be as big as people are saying, but somebody's going to jail. Somebody you is. said that yeah. many times. Yeah. No, it, no. no. Well, it's, people did, but yeah, but it, it was nothing, no, nothing. No. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everything. Everything that Dan was on the on the cutting edge of all turned out to be right. absolutely true. <laughs> I would have bet everything. There's no way that's all true. It's not. It cannot possibly be this nut. Yeah. Okay. So even last year, I was trying to come up as you alluded to, Aaron, with some tip of the cap to you, Erson. Something. You know, to get outside of my normal process of of doing these, to at least acknowledge these are some strange times. Okay. And then the stuff you guys thought was weird, what ended up happening was way beyond what I would have contemplated. And now I'm at a place now where I don't believe Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. I don't believe in 4 a.m. vote dumps. Okay. I don't believe we cured the flu. Um, I don't believe approaching 300,000 Americans have died of COVID-19. I don't believe these things. And I think I can use data i don't have to use just well that's my opinion i think i can use data to show that i don't believe these things and so i'm in this uncomfortable place now where i can feel myself becoming a smarter alex jones all right and i'm trying to um one side of me wants to embrace that the other side is fighting it at every turn and so it took me weeks to come up with these 10 predictions. I mean, a you're not of, crazy. You're just ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. It, a couple of these are standard of I do these kinds of predictions every year, but then the rest of them, I'm like, I mean, what's because I, here's the thing. I don't know what the paradigm is because I'm not sure that there is a paradigm. I think, you know, I think we're at the craps table right now. 
And because it landed on black 14 times in a row, we just keep putting it all on red, assuming that this next time, because sooner or later, the odds swing, right? There's a regression in the mean, right? And then you're on uh, uh, spin 15, 16, 17, 18, right? This is the one. This is the one. This is the one. It's in there. Yeah, yes. And it just keeps landing on black over and over and over again. Never lands on red. Okay. That's kind of how this feels. How do you make 12-month prognostications if that is the paradigm, that things are just nuts? They're just insane. What do you do? Well, I think that's why Aaron's montage, and actually you and I talked about it before. We knew what was in the montage, and Aaron, you just nailed it, and I think it's something you should do if it... I mean, it exists almost daily, but set the primer, the Rosetta Stone for everything that follows... They're telling you immediately in 2021, all your pleas for decorum, no, uh, a woman. Oh, okay. No, that's how you need to view reality. That's why Aaron putting that right out of the gate. And there's going to be an example today and tomorrow and the next day to show you that, no, you need to listen to those crazy voices in their head because the other side is making a promise to you Mm -hmm. that they are going absolutely nuts. All right. So with that, Way too long disclaimer, which I am frankly just using to cover for my lack of confidence in what I'm about to share, <laughs> all right? Because I don't honestly know what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, which for a guy who cut his teeth in the forecasting business is, is a tough place to be. Nevertheless, tradition continues. Let's gaze in. As we do for the first show of every year, to my crystal ball, my top 10 predictions for the year to come, which is 2021. Let's start with a couple that I always throw in that are more pop culture All right. I'm going to predict that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with a 43-year-old quarterback who just threw for 40 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, I'm going to predict that they win Super Bowl 54. Um, if you look at Tampa Bay, they're loaded with stars on both sides of the ball. Um, I don't think they having, have lost just Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, but they they they're just going to replace him with Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. They're they're just they're still loaded on that side of the ball. Um, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm holding a 12 to one ticket the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. Because I'm also holding a, a 12 to 1 ticket for the Steelers to win the Super Bowl and a 10 to 1 ticket for the Saints to win the Super Bowl. These are all bets I made earlier this year. All right. But I think this is the year of the GOAT again, Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl, his seventh Super Bowl title. And I think he wins it all. If they can make it past this weekend. There's a very good chance that that happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the matchup they got lines up perfectly for them. They're on the road against the uh, the artist formerly known as the Redskins, right? Yeah, but I mean, the Redskins can generate a pass rush. With that is just that has been the one. That, that's been the one kryptonite for Tom Brady. Is can you rush him with just your four guys? Because if you have to blitz him, you're you're done. He's seen it all, done it all. He processes it faster than you can get off the line of scrimmage, right? But you're right that that would be enough. But even let's say they even can hold him to 24 points. Do you see the Redskins against the Buccaneers defense scoring more than that? Because I don't. So I loathe this choice 
for this reason, because then the conversations about who is more important to the mm-hmm. Brady Belichick thing will go on. And I, no matter, even if Tom Brady wins and the Patriots have fallen apart, no matter how much you talk about it, the answer will never be true that Tom Brady was more important than Belichick or that Belichick yeah, was, they needed it's each just, other. They needed each yeah. other. It's really, <clears throat> but it's going to happen and I will hate it. So please, no. I mean, well, he walked into a situation with a team that had a ton of cap room. And a guy who's another coach who's pretty dang good. Now you Bill Belichick, who's like the greatest ever, but the coach they had down there has just has taken a team to the Super Bowl. He's not bad. He's not terrible. So he walked into a perfect situation where with the cap, they could add players that then wanted to come and play for him. And in one year, it's tough to say what will happen with that divorce. Let's see where Bill Belichick is in year two or three, right? Okay. Where he's had more of an off season to build his team. But also, Aaron, we all know that America wants to see Packers Chiefs, right? Right? I mean, that's... That's where the good, solid money's at, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll, I'll gladly watch the I think, beat your Packers any day. I think America would love to see Mahomes and Rodgers. I think they'd love to see Mahomes and Brady. Something of that magnitude. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Tom Holland's third outing as Spider-Man is going to be the top grossing movie of the year. We've got both major comic book studios right now are racing to introduce the multiverse, meaning lots of the characters existing in different dimensions, in different narratives at the exact same time. Uh, Both of them are racing to introduce a multiverse uh, to audiences. Looks like Marvel's going to beat DC to the punch if they can release this movie on time. Uh, at some point, I think it's around April, DC begins filming the movie that's going to launch its multiverse, the Flashpoint movie with the Flash. So if Marvel can get this movie on time, they will be first. And it's got a loaded cast. You have Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield coming back as the as former Spider-Man. Um, every, just about every villain we've seen on screen for Spider-Man is supposed to be back. Um, I just think with that much star power coming out around Christmas, um, that should be close to a time when theaters are close to full again, depending on what, it, you know, what you have to cover your hat, what hazmat suit you have to wear to go. Right. Okay. So I'm going to predict that this is the most financially successful film of 2021. It's essentially a Spider-Man Avengers level event. It is genius there all the talk that we did in the past about what was coming in the Mm -hmm. next phases and stages Mm -hmm. and there was still more spider-man to be told and i really enjoyed far from home i thought it was a really good movie Mm -hmm. but when endgame and that whole is as big as it was and pulled it off so successfully you i you just could not believe that very quickly they could what what world is going to be compelling now? You just beat the big baddie. You saved the universe. To do, you had to just go all in on something totally other. Right. I'm, now I'm not. There's no guarantee they're going to be able to pull this off. But that's what I said early on. The Avengers and bringing. I didn't believe they could do it. They did it. I, I, this seems incredibly fun. We're going to see Iron Man again someday. Yes, uh, there'll be a different Iron Man. Yeah. What? I, well, by or you, a female. Do you mean Iron Robert Man. Downey Jr.? No, no, no just Iron Man. Yeah, oh. There will be eight in Iron Man. Wouldn't See, surprise me if you saw a female. I still Iron think Man. they're telling you at the end when Robert Downey Jr.'s, you know, he made his little video. There's going to be some crazy consciousness, Robert Downey Jr. Somehow True. he'll be the new Jarvis or something. Or that's another way you do that in the multiverse, mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, number eight. And now we already are at the point I'm not sure about where we are, okay? 
Republicans are going to put up no real fight to stop Joe Biden from being sworn in as president on January 20th. And what I originally thought is that if you believe otherwise, you're probably dangerously naive to the point that you're giving your social security number to the Nigerian embassy via email. All right. But I'm going to say this. And this just goes to show what I told you a few minutes ago. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay. You got to be nimble in this game, brother. Yep. I still don't trust this party and neither should you. This party does not deserve all the grief many of you are giving it right now. It deserves even more. It has lied to you. It has manipulated you. It has betrayed you. While the other side was doing its long march through the institutions. It showed up for no battles, none for you. You ought to be going full Cobra Kai, sweep the leg on the Republican Party right now. And by golly, it appears a large group of you are, actually. And it goes to the show theme. The answer is us. See, you want to disrupt the paradigm? Let's take this prediction in a vacuum. This is who the Republican Party has shown for decades it is, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I wrote this originally if, about a week ago, um, I figured this was an automatic. T- total automatic. And you guys would dog me for throwing something in there that was so easy, right? Okay. Because we all know that this is who Team GOP is, mm-hmm. right? We, we all know. I mean, you've got Lynn Cheney talking about this is just dangerous, Interesting enough, she, I don't recall. I've got a pretty good memory. I don't remember Lynn Cheney joining us in any fights against things like what's a border, what's a gender, what's a science, what's a baby. None of that was dangerous to her. But apparently, wanting to know what a vote is is. I forgot Cheney, Lynn Cheney was still a thing. Yeah, she's like the head of the uh, the conference in the Republican House. Like she runs the the committee on reelect, I believe. Um. Because, as I've said for years, the only party that hates you more than the Democrats are the Republicans. Because they have to pretend to like you while hating you. The Democrats just get to like you right, hate you right to your face. Keep it real. However, if you would have asked me even over the weekend, like Friday night, heading out for the last weekend of vacation, and Todd, the group text we have with the three of us, Todd, you text to Aaron and I, guys, I think we're going to reach double digits of Republican senators who are going to refuse to certify this election. If you'd have texted that to me on Friday night, I would have expected you to say you're fired. You're fired. That's what I would have told you. You are fired. And I mean it this time. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Saturday then happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, what's happening here is... You have their attention. I mean, the story that came out on Friday morning of McConnell is on the caucus call berating Josh Howley, who doesn't even bother to show up for the call. Screw you, dude. I don't work for you. Like that would not. I mean, I do stuff like that. When I worked at Salem, they wanted me to do a conference call with Kevin McCarthy every week basically on how to shill for the GOP. How many of those did we show up to? I think I had you listen in once, right? On, on my behalf. Didn't have you call in and like listen in one time? Yeah. I think. 
how many of those did I actually show up to? Zero. 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 Let me look again. Uh, 0.0. Yes, you're right. 0.0. I mean, I do stuff like that, but I'm, I'm a terrible person. Most people are nicer than me. And I'm, I, I don't know what's going to happen now with this. This is already gone. I think it's gone farther than the president thought it was going to. I think that's why you, dude, you know what it takes to cut a Mar-a-Lago New Year's Eve party short for Donald J. Trump? Know what I'm saying? I mean, that's only because the doctor called or something he didn't, or, or something going on he didn't know about to get Donald J. Trump away from a New Year's Eve party at the Mar-a-Lago to eject on that. Somebody rang the bat phone. Now, in the end, if I had to bet, this party will find a way to screw you and call your bluff that you don't really mean it. And after and after they inaugurate Joe Biden, they'll all just jump on Fox News and keep lying to you and you'll forget who a Donald Trump was and you'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin McCarthy is really George Washington. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I mean, Mitch McConnell really is uh, Jonah friggin' Ark. Yeah. That, if I had to guess, that's how this is going to end. It is still the safe money. But man, I'm still willing to bet your money on it. I'm not quite willing to bet my money anymore. That's how that's how much this thing has turned. You folks have you have gotten team GOP's attention. Because most of the time they just pretend like they ignore you. You don't matter. And they just go about their talking points while you convetch to shows like this. Yeah, this is I, I don't know what's gonna happen with this now. It, Agreed. I, I think it's I think the outcome of this is far more uncertain than it was even 48 hours ago, let alone a week ago when I wrote these down. Agree or disagree? I agree. And, it's, and that's before the people even show up. And it's now, maybe, maybe only five, ten thousand 10,000 of you show up there tomorrow. Or no, it's Wednesday, right? The 6th, right? So five, ten thousand 10,000 of you show up there, that's, that's a massive number, but that won't move the needle. But man, if it, if it looks like you guys are, you know, you are the mall in Washington. I don't, I don't know what'll happen then, man. I don't know. I, I'm loosely on Twitter for the last couple of weeks, and I see this news come out on Saturday, and I'm just—it's kind of like a dream where you remember bits and pieces of what you what you see. I see this news about Ted Cruz, okay, whatever, and then I start to see different parts of the weekend Mitt Romney comes out and has a statement and Paul Ryan comes out of the world work and has a statement. That's an indication where all these establishments, all of these just hacks come out of the woodwork to slam this. That's an indication, as Steve was saying, just to underscore that you have their attention. And that's, that can be a good thing. That's a start. Now this time you may not still get the outcome you want, but they at least are like, okay, my booty call didn't just text me right back, right? Right. Didn't just call me back. I saw they read the text. I told them what my hotel room was, and you didn't show up this time. I'm at least thinking, is something wrong, right? Right. That's a start. Well, it shows That's us- That's a start. We, if the answer is us, we need them playing our game instead of their game. It needs to be ours. Number seven- I think China is going to become the new power player in the Middle East if indeed Joe Biden becomes president, and here's why. I think you're going to see Joe Biden attempt, well, O Biden, I should say, because this will be the third term of Barack Obama, essentially, uh, try to go back 
and reinstate the Iran deal. And I think you're going to see China now to try to offset what it's lost with Western countries upset about what its virus did in the last year. I think you're not going to see China try to take advantage of that situation and triangulate uh, the countries that hate Iran, which a lot of Muslim countries do, and make peace with them. They're already Saudi Arabia's largest oil client. I think you see China swoops in and cements that relationship all the more and says, hey, the, the previous U.S. administration was making peace treaties with you guys. And now they want to go back into business with Iran. You don't trust them either. So do business with us instead. They're going to claim, hey, we're really on the side of the Middle East. We'll, we'll do a massive oil deal with the United Arab Emirates, who you just signed, Israel just signed a peace treaty with. I think you're going to see the uh, China try to flip the script on the U.S. in the Middle East, break up these peace agreements with Israel that were just made, and make it look like the U.S., we're apologists for Iran, and they're the country that is for true progress in the Middle East. I want to get you guys' take on that really quick, and then we'll finish our predictions when we come back. You know, everyone wants to keep their home and family safe, whether it's from a break-in, a fire, a flood, some kind of emergency. Thankfully, Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24-7 protection. You don't just get an arsenal of cameras and sensors. You get the best professional monitors in the business. They've got your back day and night, ready to send the police, fire, EMTs, any first responder you you may need. Now, why is it called Simply Safe? Because it's really simple to install this. So simple. I did it like in 10 minutes. All right. Um, and they say 30 minutes or less. Honestly, if it takes you 30 minutes to set up Simply Safe, you're too dumb to live. That's not in the script. I'm just, I'm throwing that in there for free because I'm not mechanically inclined at all. And I set this thing up in about 10 minutes. Okay. So um, it's also why it, they don't give you any, screw any big time contracts you can't get out of and all that other stuff. All right. So it's affordable, no long term contract. It works. It's easy to set up. It's why it won all kinds of awards last year for the best home security system of 2020. And right now, you can get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at Simply Safe, S I M P L I. That's how they spell it. SimplySafe.com slash truth bombs. You'll also get 60 day risk free trial. So there's nothing to lose for a couple of months. See if you like it, if it works for you. SimplySafe.com, S-I-M-P-L-I, for SimplySafe.com slash truth bombs. All right, let's get back to our predictions. Before we continue on, quickly, you guys have a thought on what I just said about China taking a potential President Biden's overtures to Iran as an opportunity to make itself the new power player in the Middle East by going to countries like UAE, Saudi Arabia, and others that don't like Iran and saying, hey, you can't trust the United States. It'll be Chaikam malfeasance if they don't do this. The playing field is so ripe for them to go play. That That's, the, quite frankly, their point of existing and still being the Chaikams and not instead of a full-fledged democracy. I mean, what you might just become Japan then. Otherwise, yeah, you should be a tyrant and go do this. Is there anything in China's current leadership or current um, position in the world that makes you think that they are not 
thinking two, three, four steps ahead like this? Bueller? No? Okay. Yeah. They, of course, they're going to seize on opportunities like this. Number six, there will be one Supreme Court vacancy this year. Once or if Joe Biden is sworn in, 83-year-old liberal Stephen Breyer, I think he'll see that it's now safe to retire as the oldest member of the court, not uh, lest he risk making the same mistake Ruth Bader Ginsburg made by holding on too long. And so I think there will be one Supreme Court vacancy this year. It'll be largely non-controversial, though, because the outcome's kind of determined. It'll be... I wonder, what are the odds of it being Merrick Garland? That would be a... um, If... You know what? Ask me after tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Okay. If Republicans win one or two of those runoff seats, odds of it Merrick Garland? High. Er. If Republicans lose them both, dude, they're nominating Karl Marx, man. They're like nominating Nietzsche. You know what I'm saying? I do. Okay. Uh, Number five. If he's out of the White House, Trump will not, repeat, not start or invest into a digital conservative media platform, as has often been speculated, but will instead be omnipresent in media and on the road in rallies acting as essentially a president in exile. I think he'll also write the most successful self-published book in American history. I think he'll make his own memoirs as president, self-published. I think he'll look to secure his legacy, capitalize on the power of his brand this year before he invests in another long-term venture. Also, he's planning on running again in 2024, at least seriously considering it. Starting a new platform is a multi-year venture, even with the potency of his brand. Um, and besides, he doesn't need to take on the overhead of a, of a new distribution platform. He is his own distribution platform. Thoughts on that? Why wouldn't? Because this defies conventional wisdom, including a lot of what I've said. But he's not re- recently. He's not buying green bananas, and he, I think his kids now have their own political ab- ambitions. At least some of them. They don't necessarily uh, be running this thing. And furthermore, this worked for him before. I mean, he co-opted MSNBC. It, well, people are going to be dying to do that again. At least it's worth doing that first. It, it depends on how big of a grudge he has to pick with Fox News, I guess. But he might be able to do the same damage outside of That's, a yes. independent media platform, yeah. or even yep. more, or even more outside of a just be a regular on Newsmax's primetime exactly. lineup. Just do a exactly. bunch of shows here on Blaze TV. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and at, at this point, how much more damage could be done to Fox News right. outside of T- Tucker Carlson? He, and, and the answer is not very much, to be honest. He's guaranteed successes with minimal risk of failure by doing what you do if he goes all in on his own there's a gigantic risk of failure he can't control enough of the variables hey we all agree fox is a pretty potent brand on the right okay they tried to compete with us it's not easy in this digital space because you have to have really good talent because even though digital is much more available than even was two or three years ago it's still not an automatic like turning the tv on for people and so you need really good talent to carry a a digital platform there's not a lot of it on the right fox tried to do this and kind of tried to get by with they had a couple of really good people but a lot of more people you didn't know that's the operative term he's not been good like he promised he would be about getting really good people and, and, and we blew them out of the water we blew fox nation out of the water Okay, you, you have to have talent, real talent. That's going to take a lot of money right. to bring those people in. Yeah. Number four, 
Almost every major conservative media outlet will be forced off Twitter and Facebook or forced to leave voluntarily. And how this will get done is is the is that big tech is now getting hit from the left, like the New York State Attorney General on antitrust violations. Elizabeth Warren and others have talked about going after big tech on those grounds. Some people have said, well, this is how we'll form a coalition where the left wants big tech shut down because of antitrust violations. The right wants them shut down because of censorship. What I think you will see happen. I mean, look at Bill Gates. In the 90s, we all on the right defended Bill Gates when Democrats went after him for antitrust. Well, look at what Bill Gates is now. He's just another Warren Buffett. He's just another guy that just is a big funder of every left-wing cause imaginable, right? Yeah. And we don't talk about Microsoft and antitrust problems anymore, do we? Right. Interesting. See, I think that's the Faustian bargain that will be struck this year. What will happen is big tech will say to Democrats, hey, you guys look the other way on this antitrust stuff. And we will make it that every single one of these right-wing narratives never sees the light of day in a platform you care about. And I think that is the Faustian bargain that is struck. We can antitrust away, provided that we suppress your opposition in return. That's like one plus one equals two to me. Sounds about right. Well, I was actually really impressed with this prediction, but you just made me me feel bad. You know how long I've been calling before before 2020 came along about how this was going to be happening. So you're just on the same path. Number three. Ready? Government will confirm that intelligent life exists outside of our planet and has visited us. Here's, I think it is more likely that happens because it's, not because it's actually true. I'm not but, saying whether it's true or okay, not. Okay, good, because I think I'm not, I'm not saying will... whether it's true, and you get, I, I'm going to get 900 emails, these are demonic manifest, okay, I'm not, I'm not, wading into the credibility of the claim itself. I'm just saying that the claim is going to be made. The odds that we will be manipulated in such a fashion are high. Yep. If you were a government anywhere on the face of the planet this year, expert Sweden, why wouldn't you look for, why wouldn't you look for another excuse to grab the power, even more power, even more yeah. personal power that you maybe didn't or couldn't get your hands around, your grimy little fingers around this time. Why wouldn't you look look for any excuse? I said this early on in the pandemic. The next time there's a major, a major earthquake or a major volcanic eruption, you tell government for a virus with a 99.999% survival rate for most people, you tell government that it's okay to shut down your churches, your school, your way of life for that. What are they going to do for something that you can actually see with your eyes? So why wouldn't you look for excuses? I, th- I think that's what this is really about. Number two, life will return mostly to normal by the end of the year for most Americans, provided you can verify your vaccination. But at least one of the COVID vaccines will be responsible for a serious public health issue, which both mainstream media and big tech will attempt to suppress. 
perfect timing. I don't know if you saw it today on Twitter, and then instantly people are asking, is this true? You know, because it, it sounds so nuts. It's coming out of Utah, which is obviously run by Republicans. But And I don't, came, I don't know if it came out of health department or what. But I think that, it's the most Republican state in the well, union, yeah, I believe. That yeah. they were floating, at least floating the idea of you would wear a red mask if you've been vaccinated and a blue mask if you haven't. That is perfect symmetry with what you're talking about. I wrote this the other way around blue. Uh, Yes, I'm sure you're right. (laughs) When I I wrote these down and and wrote these for theblaze.com and get the written form at theblaze.com, I wrote these about when I shared these with you about a week ago, three, four days ago. And then it was like two or two or three days afterwards is where Fauci talked about uh, to travel or to uh, have your kids in school. This may be required. All right. So some of you have asked me in the past. Steve, when is it time to go? When is it time to revolt? Not protest, revolt. This would be, in my opinion. And I've often said that's not it. That's not, this would be it. So, this would be a time that I would say, this is this is the time to revolt. Whatever, when you talk about the amount of money you put in on football, long odds, and like we did with Austin, mm-hmm. I wish I'd put some money on a market somewhere that Steve Dace would say, the time I will revolt would be over a vaccination issue five because years ago. Not, I would a, be a this very is not rich a vaccin- man. It's not a vaccination issue. But well, it, you know, it's this is an that, autonomy yes, issue. Yes, it is. But this involving is most, this is the most rushed vaccine of all time. They did almost no trials of seniors, from what I could tell, on these yes. vaccines. The people who need it the most, whatsoever. Um, the censorship that's gone along with it. The fact that there can't be any conversation about it whatsoever. That's the issue for me. Okay, Um, this isn't a vaccination. I I want proof it's a vaccination program because right now it looks to me um, like it's um, like it's a control program. It's an authoritarian program. I think by the end of the year, big pharma, big government, and big tech are going to look. They're going to be a triumvirate, virtually indistinguishable from one another. Yeah. And my number one prediction for 2021, after months and months of scares and embarrassments. Joe Biden will not make it through his first year in office, but will eventually have to resign for health reasons. This will be the shortest presidential term since James Garfield. By year's end, the total control, I think the Democrats are going to win tomorrow. Let me rephrase that. I think the Democrats are going to win tomorrow. I think... They'll start the year giddy with total control in Washington. By the end of the year, though, they'll have total control, but it will end up with the smallest House majority in over 80 years. It will be a Senate they only control by a vice presidential tiebreaker, and it'll be a president in office. You want me to break my paradigm? I said all along, there's no way they would ever let Kamala Harris be the face of the party. So I'm going to break my own paradigm. She'll be president by the end of the year. And so they'll have an unelected president, the smallest House majority in 80 years, and a Senate majority by just the vote of a tiebreaker. And they'll st- and they'll act, though, like they have like 80% yes. majorities, which will really drive up the anger level, will further destabilize where we are culturally, further balkanize the country uh, by the time this is over compared to where it actually began. I absolutely agree. Uh, the only 
other thing I can see happening competing with that is it's basically that by default it's so obvious that he can't do this job and isn't doing this job and he's just being hidden in the basement again while being president and everybody else is running the country and that will still create the same level of anger rancor uh, but you are absolutely in the ballpark your top two are exactly where they should be regarding behavior of of democrats that you just laid out steve if this all happens i just i can't i can't really imagine them acting like they have total control of of all of the levers of government when they have such a feeble majority and such a feeble claim to the executive branch with somebody um somebody running it that was not actually elected to run it. I just can't, I, I'm having trouble believing that because <laughs> it just, that would just set such a dangerous precedent. For those who are new to the program, that is Aaron's attempt at dry wit and sarcasm. Always welcome. Indeed. All right, so gentlemen, first show of the year is done. Your closing thoughts. My closing thoughts is I like the level of energy that we brought to bear to this thing. You know, you just don't know. And especially after a year like that, and then you go on vacation and you come back. Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you know you're lucky to have this job. I am so lucky to have this job. It's a, it's a blast, even in a year like last year. But you, you, in trying to keep it real, you heard what I said. There's no way to come out clean on the other side. It's going to be a mess. You can't triangulate your way out into some phantom victory. It, the work is going to be hard and it is real. And I'm pleased that the three of us seem to come in like, let's fight. Let's do this. It's awesome. Yeah, honestly, for the last uh, four or five days, it's been kind of uh, hanging over my head. Uh, I got to go back into work on Monday um, just because I'm enjoying being off. And part of it is because I got to wake up early again instead of staying up to midnight and after <laughs> and sleeping in every day. Um, but then I got in here this morning and then we did the show and it's a similar sentiment to Todd, which is, um, this is a one lucky to have this job. This is a fun job. Really, really good. Um, but it's also, you know what, when there's actually more of you willing to fight. And I'm seeing that uh, on Twitter and I'm seeing that on social media uh, of other forms. When there's so many people who are willing to fight, that actually gives you a little bit of hope, which is really, really hard to come by nowadays. Amen. All right, that'll do it for today. Back at it again tomorrow, noon to two Eastern, right after Glenn Beck. We'll stick around for the overtime. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.